Welcome to Two Brothers and a Shot of Milk. That's right, you heard me right. Two Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We are Sands, One, Lawrence, St. Victor. But that's all right, because we still got moi, Jack Walker Pearson, Chris St. Victor, and Richard Wilson. What's up, gentlemen? How we doing? What's going on? We've been watching, reading, playing. Yeah, all right. So as a casual gamer, I squeezed in a half hour of Red Dead Redemption 2. I feel like I'm this close to finally being in the game. Micah, I'm all over your ass. I'm going to come get you very, very, very soon. So wow. uh, spoiler alert. But uh, yeah, the game's been out for years. So so I've been playing that. And I squeezed in like 15 minutes of Vader Immortal uh, Episode 2 on Oculus, which is probably the best game on uh, Oculus now. And watch it. Yeah, that's about it. That's about it for me. I actually nice. went back to gaming this week, too. I plugged in my old PS2 because I wanted to oh. play... I don't know if you guys remember this game called Burnout. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I loved Burnout, but I loved Burnout PS2. I didn't... What I was medium into the, the Paradise City one, the open world. Yeah. And uh, so I went back to the, the PS2 version, and you know what? It is a superior game, in my opinion. I sat there for hours, way longer than I should honestly admit. <laughs> playing this old ass game. <laughs> uh, other than that, I've continued watching Vox Machina, um, which I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the content. It is pretty much exactly like what we talked about when we talked about it during the cast. Is what it is, but I'm enjoying it. Uh, other than that, oh, I watched this. Uh, I watched this movie on HBO. I think it was called Fallout. Maybe the Fallout. Fallout. It was about yeah the content. It's not really our content at all, but uh, it's what I watched this week. It's uh, it was about a school shooting. Um, and this okay. man, it, it, was, it was pretty heavy content. It was and it was handled really, I thought, really well, and the acting in it was just phenomenally naturalistic. Like you're literally a fly on the wall, just kind of observing these people going through the fallout of of being a part of this event. I couldn't imagine being a kid and having that happen. And that's what it is about these kids, kind of in a high school setting, dealing with the aftermath of it. So it's pretty heavy content. Um, I I'd recommend watching. It's really the storytelling. And the acting values were just really good. All right. Interesting. Um, well, I have been watching Vox Machina as well. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I don't know about the rest of you besides Jack. I like it. It's right up yeah. my alley with stuff. Uh, also, I've been watching my Attack on Titan. Dope. Y'all not watching this? I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. Um, got my Demon Slayer. Again, if you're not watching it, I don't know what to tell you, but uh, that's that's pretty much it. And gaming wise, I've pretty much just been on the Minecraft. Yeah, Minecraft. But on Minecraft, with my friends, it's been quite hectic and entertaining. And uh, I don't know why I didn't play this when it first came out, but uh, here we are. Wait, 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 you're just getting into Minecraft now? Yeah, just this year. Well, actually, yeah. earlier last year. Well, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, That's remember cool. when he told us about it, and I was like, "How is it stepping into it this late in the game?" Yeah, I mean, it's it's entertaining. Like, you can just sit there for hours. Like, one of my friends, he just he's just into mining. Like, he care less about the monsters or whatnot. He just wants to find stuff, mine it out of the ground, and make things. But more so, just digging stuff out of the ground, digging holes, digging stuff out of the ground. He's like, "This is my relaxation." I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Like, whatever, whatever it does it for you. Yeah. Yo, man, there's a reason why that game's been just going on for decades now. Still going on. People still making content for it. Still making mm-hmm. templates and maps and whatnot. It's crazy. Yeah. Where you at? That's it. That's the week. 
Hey, Jack, I want to ask you a question. Yeah, what's your question? Why did the old hard of hearing man distrust Batman? Why did the old hard of hearing man distrust Batman? He thought he was called Batman. I heard you. Man. Yeah. I heard it. <laughs> I mean, I wish I was hard of hearing for that joke, but I bad heard Batman. Then you would have heard the same thing he did. Batman. <laughs> you wouldn't trust him either. Listen, I understand when Lawrence is doing them, they're going to be bad jokes, but I don't understand why they're going to be bad jokes when anyone else is doing them. I feel like we got to keep it going. <laughs> you can't stop well, it. Jokes going. Keep the Tell you what I want to do. I want to run from this segment as quickly as possible. So let's haul ass down the street, take a left at the light, and we're going to find ourselves at the collector's corner. It's show and tell. Can I take this one first? I'm really yeah. excited about this one. So, you know how much we love in Crawling Toys in the show, right? Mm-hmm. So, look what I copped. The dark side deluxe figure. Oh, nice. Yeah. 40 mm-hmm. bucks. So how big is, is that? Where was this uh, dark side taken from? Target. What? Target? It no, but like what, 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 what you know? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, this from is the from the Snyder this is, They're making figures from the Snyder Cut. Okay. So, you see the. Oh, sorry, some of the things. Justice League 2021. Yeah, okay, nice. all right. Yeah, yeah. I asked him. I'm like, he doesn't. He's not. I mean, I'm not familiar with all the dark sides, but I'm like, he looks like from the Snyder Cut, but I wasn't too sure. Yeah, he looks great. I mean, it's, the sculpt is awesome on it. He comes with the scepter and uh, you know, 22 points of articulation. But this one is 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 the deluxe figure, so he's a little bit bigger. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited to put him. I don't have that many villains, so I'm excited to put him with. Uh, he's a little good in the case. The case that's I still have yet to fill, but if you guys look over here, they're 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 coming along little by little. So. Yeah. Yo. All right. Those are exciting. I yep. feel like the bigger dark side worries. Isn't dark side like usually a big? He's always portrayed like a kind of almost like a giant in yeah. a way. Yeah. Yeah. So he's a titan. So he's huge. So he'll, it'll be. Yeah. So I think that'll feel right. Is he more than Thanos big though? You know what? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. But that He's would like be a Dan- crossover. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, first of all, you need to shut up. <laughs> they kind of the same thing. Oh, I see. Um, all right. So my show and tell items today are God of Thunder. Nice. And quad what that is? Yeah, right. I know. Look at this. This is your classic Thor with his giant uh, hubcap chest plates and a hammer <laughs> half the size of his body and then my counterpoint item is my beta ray bill yeah who i am just i'm i'm dying for them to actually figure out how to put beta ray bill in the movie they've teased rumor him a few has times. It, rumor has it he might appear the new at the end of the thor movie well, why wait to the end of it? Put him in the beginning of it. You have a great film. I don't know. Beta Ray Bill's a fan favorite, so that's Dude, pretty good. Yeah. And, you know, the hammer from Endgame was Stormbreaker, which is Beta Ray Bill's hammer. Yep. Yeah. So, come on, man. Give me Beta Very Ray nice. Bill. Very nice. Yeah. I mean, wasn't, wasn't in, uh, he was in, um... They had his face on the building, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. See, we're here with it. Yeah, right, right there. So in the so he's talking about in the second Thor movie when right. Thor was was out there and Hulk was battling at the uh, Gladiators Amphitheater thing. There was all these faces of the champions on the side of the building. One of those heads w- was the head of Beta Ray Bill. So they've been teasing, putting him in the content for a while now. Yeah, nice. That was, be dope. He's a fan. Yeah. Uh, let's see. What do I have? Let me look around. What can I grab? Oh, oh, here we go. I get. Invincible 
Boom. Oh, yeah. Mother yeah. ever. Man. You know, I got this bad boy. I went to my local spot and I saw them there. They just got him in. I'm like, let me get him. And um, and I still hate the damn price tag. I need to talk to him about that. But anyway. How but much yeah. was that? Speaking of price, how much was that? This was, I mean, I can tell you right now, $29.99. Not bad. Uh, Isn't that what Lawrence said he paid? About 30 bucks a piece? I, I yeah, think pretty much. Yeah. 25 30 Damn, I, yeah. I got to get that. Yeah, and I mean. saying you should try to pick them up from your stores instead of online. I think they're closer to 50 bucks online. Yeah, because they'll jack them up online, especially on Amazon. And sellers try to get that money as much as they can. But, yeah, it comes with the, the different hands. Uh, the baseball glove and oh, they come with a stand too. Yeah, I think so. That's a dope pickup. Yeah, I, I got toy envy right now. Yeah, man. So you know, I just need to get the other guy. I'm gonna get cop the other guy soon. Invincible himself with his costume and whatnot. But yeah, it's dope, bro. It's dope, bro. You should get this, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's that's two of the two of the brothers have that guy now. Yep. Yeah. I know, I know. I'm left out. I'm slacking on my toy game. <laughs> yeah. Well, I wouldn't say that, but you're slacking on your invincible game, perhaps. I mean, let so, me know when I when I go back out there to my spot, and I'll see if they have them for the for the same price. And I, I'll pick it up for you. Yeah, let me know. Let me know. Right. Well, we got any news today? We do. We do have some news. Give me the announcement, Jack. It's time for the news. All right. So this week in the news, we have a as I open my notes. So big announcement. Grand Theft Auto 6, finally in development, officially announced on the Rockstar Twitter. So, and it looked like the same character okay. from the last one. I don't know. That was a... Uh, yeah, that was just a stock oh, picture. Yeah. yeah, it was just a stock picture. But okay. you think of Grand Theft Auto, it spanned three gaming generations because they're re-releasing GTA 5 in March for the modern generation um, platform. So 360, Xbox One, and then the, the new Xbox Series X. So yeah. it's just so crazy that it's spammed three gener eight years, three generations, came out in 2013. So look, it's nice that they're that they're finally building it. You know, I blame um the GT five the, the GTA online as what's what kind of slowed things down because they're they just making money hand over fist on this. Yeah. There was no need. And I remember yeah. when Red Dead Redemption 2 they announced that. Everyone thought that was going to be GTA 6, and it wasn't. So let's see. Well, Rockstar says that they're going to make, you know, they, they they waited so long because they want to make this the biggest and best. And they want to push the envelope with all with all their productions. Truth is, they're making too much money with GTA, with one property to, to reset it. Yeah, but, and, and when does the newest version of whatever game come out say that? That's not what they're trying to do. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm excited to play. I, I mean, I'm a big GTA fan. I have been since I downloaded it, you know, through off of AOL um, <laughs> for my friends. So it's 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 just been I'm, it's too long. So yeah, next Gotham Knights got the green light on CW. So they're mm. continuing with the world where Gotham, where Batman's been murdered. Um, there's gonna be Robin. There's gonna be a few other characters we don't know yet, but uh, the pilot's been approved. So this will be another show in the Batman world without Batman on CW that I will not be watching. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know how you guys. What? How do you guys feel about it? What do you think? It's uh. I don't really keep up. I don't really keep up most of the uh, the DC world anywhere on CW. So I mean, it's probably something I breeze past unless we have to watch it. <laughs> we, I don't know. Maybe depends. <laughs> you know, it's it it's hard even watching the HBO. You know, Teen Titans when with with uh, Batman being there but not being there half the time. You know, yeah. it's like 
It was more than half the time. He was. He was. Yeah, he, yeah, he, 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 Titans, I'm okay with because at least Titans is about that team. Titan. Right. right. So you have Gotham Knights and Go- so this is how when when they first came out with the movie, the show Gotham. I remember Lawrence and I talked about it, and I told Lawrence the show Gotham is like going to your best friend's house, and your best friend is not there, and you're hanging out with your best friend's family. So it's kind of like, <laughs> yeah, I'm here at your house, but like. I'm gonna hang out with I'm your missing. mom. Like, okay, yeah. cool. Like, and that's how I feel about these shows. So, okay, yeah, yeah. Well, the question is why, you know. And normally, it's a legality thing. Is it because yeah. the Batman movie is about to drop, and you can't have too many Batmans operating in the same space at once? But now that the multiverse and multiverses are being open so exclusively, I'm not sure why I think it's still such a deal breaker. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. 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 That's a tough one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to pass it. I'm going to be honest with you. Again, not unless we have to watch it, I probably won't watch it. Oh, now unless some dope stuff happens, then you maybe I, maybe I might pick it up. You know, if I, hit, if I hit through the grapevine. You're looking, you're, you're gonna get some torrid love affair, some like you know, it's, it's CW. Yeah. yeah, but you know what? The funny thing about these CW shows are normally the first seasons are really pretty great. I mean, it's Arrow, really like, the first seasons of Arrow were fire. That's what I'm talking about. It wasn't to like halfway through season two did Arrow become some love triangle romance thing, and I'm like, oh yeah, it, it's still CW. Yeah, but that first that. season was some of the best content, especially at the time. You couldn't touch at, it. At the time, I, I did say that Arrow was the best superhero, TV superhero content. The first season, or the first two seasons, was the best superhero content at the time. Guys, let me yeah. pause real quick. I got to wipe this kid's butt. Give me, give me, one, <laughs> give me one second. Hold on. <laughs> oh, so great. <laughs> well, we should probably keep that. Richard's gone to wipe his kid's actual ass. Butt is clean, okay. That was quick. I mean, how long do you take wiping your butt? (laughs) But but wiping my butt's different than wiping someone else's butt. (laughs) (laughs) Two, three swipes, you're good, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, Next, Channing Tatum actually talked about the Gambit movie that never happened. He said that he was so distraught over that Gambit film getting getting canceled that he has not been able to watch any Marvel movies since. Oh, come on. <laughs> Get out of here. Anyway. Talking talk about Sony needs to wipe their butt. <laughs> yeah. So he said that um, the... They, 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 the studio just didn't find a place for it once they got bought out, and uh, he felt that the Gambit, the Gambit movie, was supposed to be uh, a Deadpool esque type humor. Not the character, like, though. Yeah. So it's sad for Channing, but probably better for the comic book community that this movie did not come out. Yeah. See, you know, I'll, I'll let you guys in on something. This happens all the time. Personally, Jack, your shot of milk has sold three scripts that should have been shot and turned into films. None of which ever became a reality. This shit happens all the time in this industry. People have careers that disappear just as quickly as they started to rise up, you know? Mm-hmm. Gambit. <laughs> Jack, we may, need, we, we may need to do a segment of what could have been. I'm, I'm yeah, thinking. actually, yeah, we'll make a note of that. Yeah, because I'm interested. I want to hear. Yeah. So, and the last thing I have is Tim Roth brought back his Abomination character and filmed for She-Hulk. And he okay. said that he had a blast filming for She-Hulk. Now, for me, who I love that I love the Hulk movie, 
you know, it's good to see some a little bit of continuity continuing from it because we never got a sequel to it. We never, you know, it kind of just fell to the wayside and kind of died. But we did see the abomination in the Shang Chi. Abomination was in Shang Chi. Yeah. Correct. They were fighting in the in the, in the fighting league. But I'm curious to see how how he fits in and kind of how She Hulk fits into the into the MCU. But uh, because I've seen the abomination on some, and I don't know if they're fan made posters or studio release posters, but he's in the corner of some of them, and it looks like the Shang Chi abomination, not the Incredible Hulk abomination. I- I would assume it's a, it's a Shang Chi one because that would that would probably go better with the continuity. But since they're bringing back Tim Roth, though, it's still pretty cool. Absolutely. And that's all I got for the news. Awesome. Good on the news. Well, I think it's time to stop being so damn polite. Quote our buddy who's missing today. Stop smiling, Chris. Stop smiling, Jack. Let's get serious. Put on your boxing gloves because it's time for a motherfucking debate. Let's get ready to rock. Focus right now. I got it. I got it. Ready. <laughs> so here's our debate, guys. In the 90s, DC and Marvel crossed over and they created a slew of blended original characters. An example, grab one Batman right and Wolverine crossed over to create the Dark Claw. So if you could create three original blended characters using any comic book characters, what three would you create? I got mine ready. But Let's before go, we go, let me, I go. just pulled this out. Well, the exact, the exact how we're talking about, the amalgam. Amazon, which was Wonder Woman and uh, Storm put together. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, nice. A great, what's actually a really good blend. Yeah, that, this one made sense. So let, let me talk about the Dark Claw for a second. Because I thought, the, I always had a problem with Dark Claw because I just thought, I just thought, I have a better combination for Batman. Batman Ooh. and Ghost Rider. Ghost Bat. Because like, you feel like you give Batman those powers, it kind of embraces. Ghost Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Ghost we didn't, We're not just going to beat past the name like you didn't say it. He said it back wait. quick. <laughs> like, ghost, ghost back is way better than bat rider <laughs> bat rider just sounds like some guy <laughs> oh man that was great okay keep going i'm sorry so i just felt that ghost rider kind of the, the 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 dark powers of ghost rider embraces kind of batman's persona better and i think it'll be better with batman and yeah. In the Batman Superman crossover, Batman has Superman's powers for one day and he like cleans up entire Gotham. So when you see what Batman can do with powers, it's like it's pretty cool. So I would like to see Batman with Ghost Rider powers. That's my number one. My number two And and his name is (laughs) Angel Angel Spawn. It's Supergirl and Spawn. Not not Kara, but Linda, the angel one. So now she has this she's half angel. Half demon, and she's fighting, you know, both sides of her. And it might be a cool crossover. Angel Spawn. That's Angel actually Spawn? pretty dope, too. But some thoughts. Damn, Chris. So, Supergirl, you said Supergirl? Supergirl. So, there's different. So, they're, 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 there's a storyline for Supergirl. Okay. Linda Davers, I think her name is, where she's an actual angel. So not Kara, where she's a, uh, where she's Kryptonian. Kryptonian. Right. Yeah. She's, a, she's an angel, huh. and she fights demons and blah blah blah. It was short lived, and you know they, they kind of they kind of re re rewrote it. Or mm. I don't forget how it ended, but so that Supergirl was Spawn combined. Okay. I dig it. And then my last one, I made this one specifically for a shot of milk. My man Jimmy Brock. Jimmy <laughs> 
combined with Eddie Brock. Not Eddie Brock, but Eddie Brock before he got the Venom power. Just regular ass Eddie Brock. So now you have a regular dude just doing regular things all day. Leonardo Castillo in the upcoming movie that Jack is guaranteed going to sell. Wow. Brock. Yo, that might be the best yet. <laughs> How is he going to pay his mortgage? We don't know. Jimmy Brock. And you'd watch it too, because it would be tied to the Venom universe. I would. I would. Mm, um, okay. Well, I'll go, because Jack said he has some bangers. And I'm going to border people real quick to hype Jack up. Let's go. All right. So, um, chill. I pretty much took two villains and put them together. Um, this was already just, it was said literally like a few minutes ago, but I was like, ah, stay out of my head. Uh, Dark Side and Thanos? Nope. Uh, and I will call them Dark Deviant. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we got bad. Dark Side and then Thanos is a Deviant. Bad. He's an eternal Deviant, you know, Dark Deviant. And these guys are just out, you know, trying to control the universe as they both were. Okay, that's pretty much it. That's that one. Um, my second one, Flash and Deadpool. All right, don't don't crucify me on the name of this one. Dead Speed. <laughs> yeah, Dead Speed. And that's about how fast he moves. <laughs> but 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 he can he can he can get hurt. And then he heals up fast. So he, exactly. he can run all blast in, into a group of bad guys, take him out, tear himself up, and then use his healing power and just heal up. That's it. And they, bo- they both wisecracking, you know, smart asses. And they, the jokes, the puns, the quips, they're all over the place. Okay. And he got power to the speed force. And yeah. And that's their it. costumes are already both red. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it's wouldn't tough. you want to see this guy just running around, slicing people up with swords? Full speed sword slicage. That would actually be pretty dope. Okay. I'm with you All on right. this one. All right. My last one I kind of struggle with. It's my first time hearing about this one guy. Uh, the anti-monitor, but I read up on him. Yeah. The anti-monitor, right? Because um, I thought we were doing like DC into Marvel, right? That's what we were doing. We could do whatever, but yeah. Any, any. Could be any. Okay. Well, that's what I went with. And Vision. And I called him anti-Vision. And he's struggling with himself from either one destroying the world and then Vision trying to like put that little angel on the shoulder type of thing to kind of make him good. Right. So he's like, he does bad things, but not to the degree of trying to take over the universe because Vision's kind of reining him in. And it might be a losing battle with Vision. He might be losing the struggle. Right. Okay. Okay. Cool. I dig that. I dig that. That was me. All right, here, here, are my, here are my lineup. My first one, I'll go with their names and I'll tell you who they are in case you haven't figured it out based off their name. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Okay, my first one is Professor Lex. Okay. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. There you go. So we got, obviously, Professor X and Lex Luthor. Um, and this would be a villain, not a hero. Um, so we're basically, but you know, the funny thing about Lex Luthor is he, depending on his storyline, is not necessarily completely villain-esque anyways. Um, but Lex Luthor with Professor X's powers. Diabolical. My next one is not too unsimilar to Rich's Deadpool Flash crossover. The dead fast guy? What was his name? Dead, dead Speed, man. Better dead remember speed. that name. Dead Speed. Dead speed. next comic book, all right? Um, my crossover's name is Blade Runner. Okay. And it's Wolverine in the Flash. You know there's a movie so, called Blade Runner, right? 
That's why I thought it was a good yeah. title. <laughs> <laughs> you might have a problem getting that <laughs> one. Okay, okay. Blade Runner. Um, similar, similar, less jokes on this version. And my last guy is the Black Bat. It's Batman and Black Panther. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Go away. Um, I... Go on. Go on. Wait, wait, wait. Well, how can we get not, not like an amalgamation of, of Panther and a bat together? Blanther? <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, uh, and then uh, well, I have an honorable mention. Um, Carol Kent, which would be Carol Danvers, which is Captain Marvel, and Clark yep. Kent. So, Super Marvel, Carol Kent. That'd be cool. All right. Yeah. yeah. So, See that? That's it. Those are, those are my lists. All right. All right. So that was Black Bat, and what was the other one? Bat? Black Bat. <laughs> no, no. Black no, no, no. Black Bat. What was yours, Chris? <laughs> Ghost Bat. Ghost Bat. Don't hate on Ghost Bat. <laughs> Yo, but that's why Batman's kind of a hard one, right? Because what makes Batman Batman is he doesn't have powers. Right. And so that's that was a real kind of like conundrum for me because I wanted to do Superman. I'm like, who do you put Superman with? And I, I had the same kind of thing. I got stuck on Superman. You know, you try to find someone that maybe – I was thinking about combining him with someone who's magical that kind of overcomes his, 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 his susceptibility Weakness. to magic. And then I just ended up going with Jimmy Brock instead because Jimmy Brock is such a such a pay, banger though. He got to pay his mortgage. He's, try, he's just struggling out there. He he's, on his, he's on his second marriage. We're just trying out here. Even the symbiote uh, passed him up. Exactly. <laughs> was like, nah, nah, you're like this too. He's like this too messy. Jimmy Brock. <laughs> I can't do ginger. Uh, Okay. All right. Well, I think it's time for the main event. It's, it's time, time for the, for the main, main event. event. Ladies and gentlemen, we are talking Reacher, the new Amazon series that just dropped. We're going to talk about the whole series, but we're going to deep dive pretty much the first three episodes and then kind of recap a little bit. Anyways, Reacher, here we go. Here's, here's your Reacher recap. Fun fact, right. when he was in prison, they called him Reach Around. <laughs> and then they probably all lost their lives. Yep. <laughs> all right, Reacher. Episode one starts in the middle of the night with someone getting murked. The guy shot in the back, stomped on, and then they put cardboard on him. Cut to Jack Mother Effing Reacher stepping out of a bus. He's walking down a lone, dusty road, finds himself in some sort of like cafe, diner, coffee shop in the middle of nowhere, and he orders their. Peach pie and a cup of black coffee because he takes his coffee like a man. Of course, him, Punisher, if you're a badass on a TV show, you can't drink, you can't have cream or sugar in your coffee. Yeah, that's kind of a thing, isn't it? Like, you never see the hero with a little cream and sugar. Nope. Now, any of you guys out there old enough to remember this movie, Hudson Hawk, that's basically what happens with Jack Reacher and his peach pie throughout the entire series. Poor guy just ain't never going to get a bite of it. Anyways, he starts to take a bite of it, and here we got cops rolling up, guns blasting, put your hands up, how they found Reacher in the first place. Who knows? But they did. I guess when you're six foot five, you tend to stand out. 
How do you, how do you know he's six foot five? They say it like three thousand times. <laughs> anyway, so the cops take him in. His wrists are too big for handcuffs, so they got to put him in zip ties. Now Reacher's a gentleman, so he keeps his zip ties on. Although later on down the episode, you find out that he can snap these pretty effortlessly at any point. Did I say spoiler alert? There're gonna be some spoilers in this breakdown. They pin him for the murder which maybe he committed, maybe he didn't commit. He seems pretty violent. Our buddy Malcolm Goodwin, Detective Oscar Finley, decides to put him in jail with another guy who confessed to the murder. So why put Reacher in jail? Eh, why not? Something to do. So they both go to jail. Reacher ends up beating everybody's ass. And then they come out of jail, and Reacher's done. But a hot girl wants to take him out for dinner, so he decides to stick around for another evening. At the end of episode one, Reacher discovers that the person who was killed in the middle of the night was actually his brother. Oh, FYI, the only reason Reacher's in this town is because his brother said, hey man, there's this uh, blues musician that you should check out. So he's in town to check out some history on that. That's it. Reacher's basically a hobo that goes from town to town doing whatever he wants whenever he wants. He's definitely homeless. My choice. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I met a homeless guy one time. Story for another time. His name was Scraps. Anyways, episode two. Okay. Episode two, Reacher kind of decides to team up with the cop. They start pulling at some threads. And then the bad guys in town, who we don't really know who they are, but we kind of know who they are, they really start really killing people. So they nail a guy, crucify him to the wall. They cut his balls off and shove him down his throat. And you see Big big Little Dong. Uh, it's Amazon trying to compete with some HBO ratings. So you're seeing content. Big it's Little Dong. <laughs> big Little Dong. Who's a big guy with a little dong. <laughs> he's like hung to the wall. So. But of course, you know. I, mean, I thought you were just describing his dong. It was, like, it was a little dong that was thick. I'm like, that boy is thick. So girthy. Teams up with the local police who seem to be honest in town, which is arguably our buddy Malcolm Goodwin and the girl Roscoe. Oh, and then we get a, a shout out for, for the girl who's in Smallville. So the girl who plays the girl who plays Lana Lang in Smallville, Kristen Kirk. Oh, oh, she was in there. I must have missed yeah, that. Yeah, she, she, she plays the wife. She's got a great oh, little part. Oh yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I see it. So we got her popping in as her husband's like fleeing. To try to save himself. Anyways, episode three, you got Reacher uses a phone to get some uh, information from a guy. Literally uses the phone on the guy. Uh, They wrap up his brother's pseudo love interest to try to get her to help out. And then Finley gets beaten up by some cops, of course. And then he has this great little monologue section where he tells the kind of mayor of the town that you ain't my daddy. Yeah. By the end of episode three, Reacher kills a couple lead assassins. Yeah. Did you guys watch Sons of Anarchy? Yes. Of course. This is like season three of Sons of Anarchy with uh, what's the, what's the guy's name? Uh, Zobel or when they had the, the bad the bad company moved in and was taking over and buying up all the property. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's very, very, very much like that. Like you have this company that you know they're bad. We don't know why they're bad yet, and uh, yeah, and our heroes have to figure out why and kind of take on the the machine, the man, and you know bring bring things back to normal. That's yeah. that's a really good point. That's 
and that's kind of exactly what the overview of the content is. You have this middle of nowhere America town where a large influx of money and power moves in to clean up the town and rejuvenate the town, bring prosperity and life into it. But they're really just an under uh, a seedy organization with a really dirty underbelly that's doing criminal activities, right? Yep, that's exactly it. And so it's a it's a bittersweet story for the town. Because you have to root out that evil that has brought you so much prosperity. Mm. And Jack Reacher's a badass in this, man. I mean, this guy, and, and talking to Malcolm, so Malcolm, who plays Finley, is a buddy of ours from school. And so he was talking about getting cast in it, and they literally cast the biggest dude they could find. Um, because the Tom Cruise movies got a lot of flack, right? Kind of like, um, Kind of like Constantine got a lot of flack when they cast Keanu Reeves. Okay. The the Jack Reacher movies got a lot of flack from their fan base when they cast uh, Tom Cruise because Reacher is supposed to be this mammoth all-American guy. And so Amazon really went out of their way to cast appropriately. And what Mac was saying is after they cast him, uh, Reacher, they cast everyone around him to try to be almost a foot shorter than him. So he looks even bigger <laughs> on screen. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So you'll notice when you're watching the when you're watching the content, every time they got these two shots, Reacher just dwarfs over everybody, and it's kind of cast went around him shorter. I mean, they talk. Um, I mean, his. I think his his height and his size is a definite co-star in the movie because yeah, mentioned yeah. they talk about it all the time. How do you eat like that and look like that? Look at this guy, the big six five gorilla. Blah blah blah. They talk about his size. Well, I yeah. think I think some of that was them really trying to ratify what what the fan blowback was with the Tom Cruise movie and then what the the Lee Child the books are really about, right? And the books are really specific about who Reacher is supposed to be. And this is way more I mean, this really pays homage to that content. <laughs> the drifter. Okay. And can we talk about how this guy is actually he's a, he's he's a he's a homeless man? <laughs> and he doesn't have a change of clothes. Like so, this girl, the 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 girl Roscoe, her name first name is Roscoe, as a woman yeah. her name is Roscoe. She's cute, like she's feeling him. But don't, even after she takes him to buy another shirt, and he's just rocking the same shirt over and over again, she's still into him. Like, bro, bro, does, does he shower? Does he change? Does he yeah, but him? but you look at what I mean. Listen, that town's got slim pickings, right? I mean. I get, yeah, but then we find out the freaking the super duper paid guy, the son of the mayor, is trying to chase after her, been chasing after her, even though he's a bad guy. I bet you the dude changes his clothes. He probably changes he's his clothes. He's kind drawing. of a sleaze ball. Would you rather have a dirt ball or a sleaze ball? I'd rather have a girl who changed her underwear. <laughs> the girl's changing her underwear. The girl's, that's not in, that's not debatable. He's clearly changed. Well, clearly he's not. With a medal. But he is incredibly clean for someone who. Like the guy clearly doesn't have a hygiene problem, you know. You never see a scene where this, because he doesn't have. He's it's very specific what he has and he doesn't have. And one thing he doesn't have is a toothbrush. And yet no one's like wafting their breath away when he's having these close, intimate scenes with them. So he's incredibly clean for someone who does not clean. Who doesn't shower? Who doesn't change his clothes? I mean, and spends most of the time just murking people. And why didn't he just carry a book bag? I get it. Okay, I want to travel light, blah, blah. Just carry a book bag, bro. Just carry a book yeah. bag and three shirts and three pairs of underwear. Five shirts and five pairs of underwear. Two different pairs of socks and two pairs of pants. That would make sense. 
I would I I wouldn't believe if this man is washing his clothes every night. Like why? Why are you doing? Were you just buying clothes from the thrift store? Because you say he never gets new clothes. He goes he gets he goes to thrift stores, which yeah. I also don't believe. Because how are you a six five? Like how how big are you right now? You're not finding your size in a thrift store. I refuse <laughs> to believe that. <laughs> how tall is is Malcolm? Malcolm's like uh, five nine five ten. Oh, because I'm looking at the the, the the size of um Alan. Yeah. Alan Richson. Yeah. He's like six two. That's why they cast everyone short around him. Yeah. To, to sell the idea that he's uh I can look him in the eyes. Anyway, go on. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know he played Raphael in the Ninja Turtle movies. Oh, did he? I saw that on on his uh on his score here. And yeah. I and I just remember he played on um, the Hawk on Titans. Exactly. Yes, yeah. That's where I know his dude. That's what I'm like. I'm looking at this dude. I'm like, why does it look familiar? Okay, got it. Yeah, we're not even talking about the content. We're talking about. <laughs> I mean, talking about why is this homeless guy? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, why we're talking about what people look at first? Why is, is is Oscar's character just like just? I mean, you're already black in a white town, in a white southern town. Why do you look like you come out of like a, a Shakespearean? Not Shakespearean. Excuse me. A, um. Ah, uh, 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 forgot he's, the dude's he's name. He's a grown-up Urkel. He's a grown-up Urkel. Is what he he looks like Urkel. Like, we're, like the man's wearing a tweed, like sports coat, and just look a, a vest. No, just full-on dressed like he's going to. I don't know a reading of Shakespeare. How else are you supposed to know that he's an educated black man? I guess to make him look like a geek. Like, what is happening? Why? It's true. Yeah, but so even later in the series, there's a there's a moment where Finley takes off his tweed and his vest, right? But he folds it up so nice and he puts it in a safe spot before. Then he looks like he literally looks like um uh dude from Die Hard. Oh, Samuel Jackson. Oh. He, he looks like Bruce Willis. You know, no, <laughs> no. Oh. not because he's black. He looks like <laughs> Bruce Willis from Die Hard because he's in a wife beater. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and he looks like he looks like Bruce Willis from Die Hard and his wife beater. And it's so it's so it's it's just pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. They, that's costuming, man. They went out of their way. And I don't know if that's I don't know if that character is in the book like that. Or one of the books like that, because Reacher is a series of books, or if that's just costuming in this, you know what I mean? Mm, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, they they do finally give you some context for Max's character or Finley's character and why he's in this town, and it's a pretty good moment. I think it's in episode six where he and Reacher are in a stakeout. And you finally get his backstory. I won't ruin it for you, any, anyone who hasn't seen that episode yet. Um, but it was it was nice to finally get that and actually worth it. And it answers a lot of questions as to why is this guy even in this town, which is pretty ambiguous up until that point. Like, why I, is I, this look, educated guy? I, I know he's your friend, and I'm not saying this because he's a friend to the show. But the show is called Jack Reacher, right? It's called Reacher, yeah. Reacher, right, Reacher. Your boy Malcolm is the most complex character, has the most depth out of any character on this show. I'm not sure if that's the writing or it's a credit to his acting. It might be his acting <laughs> compared to these other guys because this guy is really, he's stealing the show. He is. He's stealing the show because you expect what you expect from Reacher because he's a 6'5 he's a gorilla. But this yeah. guy is complex in ways that surprise you when it comes to certain situations. 
So kudos well, to your a boy. little bit. It, it is. I mean, listen, Mac is obviously a theatrically trained actor that's been in the game for decades. I mean, you look at his IMDb credits; it's ridiculous. You know, the, the guy's been in the game for a while, um, and he's a phenomenal actor. I think some of it is also just scripturally, though. You know, like Reacher. I don't want to say he's one dimensional, but he's basically a Terminator in the content. You know, he goes from point A to point B. He doesn't really deviate, um, and he's he's really systematic. He's kind of like if Terminator and Sherlock Holmes blended to make one unstoppable force, you'd have Reacher, right? Right, because the man has an answer for everything. Like, oh no, I know what happened here, and I just stepped in the room. Let me break it down for you. Like, what? He's yeah. like a MacGyver that punches people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, really, he is, though. Uh, yeah, he's... Tell you what I really liked. I liked every time Reacher said no. <laughs> you know what I mean? And, yes, I, and yes. I, it, it encouraged me that maybe it's okay for me to say no more often. <laughs> Especially when I know better. Because how many times in life do we say yes to some bullshit we know we should be saying no to? It's true. A lot. Yeah. And Reacher, Reacher says no. So let me ask you. Let me, let me ask you this one, guys. Where do you think this content goes? Uh, you know, it's gonna go one of two ways. It's gonna be like it's gonna be either it's gonna he's gonna be wandering to the next town and it's gonna pick up kind of like a anthology where it's a completely separate story and he finds himself in another situation, or he stays there and you know there's repercussions for. Him dismantling this counterfeit, this counterfeit money ring. I think well, the latter would be the best, would be the better, would be the better storyline because it's almost too implausible for him. You know, unless you pull like an eighteen type thing where someone reaches out to him, like Reacher, I need help, I need you here to help me, and there's a reason for him to go somewhere. Then okay, I, I, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll watch, you know, I'll, I'll accept that. But for him to just show up and show up and into trouble like eh, you can't have like a season worth of trouble just on a on a whim right but that, that's what they sound like they're they're setting up because every time they flash back they were like oh trouble seems to find you and he said it several times but i feel exactly. like that's what that's that's what it's going to be he's going to be like um i want to say quantum leap if anyone remembers quantum leap quantum mm. leap he was sent there with a purpose he just had to figure out what it was I feel like he's just gonna be wandering around because he's a hobo. Let's face it. <laughs> he's gonna be like Bill Bixby. Yeah, he's, he's just he's gonna be wandering around in whatever town he's in, just gonna happen to have a problem, and he's just gonna happen to be the guy that fixes it. Yeah, I think it has to be that way. So, so at the end of the season, he's definitely he's back on the bus, headed in the direction he was trying to go right at the top of episode one. You know, he's finally back in. Hoboville transit. I'm traveling across America on my my leisure, my time. And um, yeah, I really feel like it would be a mistake as much as it begrudges me. You know, I don't have any stake in the game, but I guess I feel like I've got some stake in it because I'm such good friends with Malcolm that I'm like, I really want to see Matt coming back for season two. And yet I feel like it would be the same kind of like I had a problem with Punisher season two in Netflix. Punisher season two, you had the man on the run story happening at the beginning of it. And, you know, Jason Moore is one of my best friends. I literally talked to him today. But the fact that they took Punisher and they brought him back to me killed almost 
it just killed the whole content right at the top of it. I'm like, he didn't have a reason to go back, but that's how, that's how these shows work because they have a cast of characters and so they bring the cast back. Um, but they have to have like, th- I'm with you. But if they take him to another spot, he has to have a reason to go there. You know, yeah. he has to ha- uncover something. There has to be a reason. He can't just show up and have something of that same magnitude happen that could fill a season worth of action. I, I, I don't care if Trouble finds him. I'm not buying it. So just give well, me, I don't they, care if it's one sentence. They could, but I think, that's, I think that's going to be the thing. I think you'll have a season... I think each season probably just needs to be whatever that conflict is, right? It's like it's like 24, the episodes of 24 just dealt with one day, but they were the biggest days of the year, so to speak, or the decade or that five years. You know, we skip three years ahead and this is the day we're dealing with these 24 hours. Yeah. And I think that that should be Reacher's content. It's whatever that event is pertains to where he's wound up. But to bring the characters from season one into what a season two might be with the exception of you know like you call the lifeline if you need a thing like he's got the female military lady who's his friend he might call her up maybe he calls malcolm's character up if he's in wherever max at at that point or the girl if there's a you know but you can't bring all the characters back it's just and he would and he would never find himself back in this town Right. And this town would never have that kind of conflict again. No, <laughs> this this is a once in a lifetime conflict. Exactly, that's exactly it. That's exactly it. You know, look, all I need just give me one concrete reason why he ends up where he is, and I'll be okay. Because look, we're not watching Reacher for like riveting dialogue. We're not watching Reacher for you know, it's 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 not. It delivers what it promises. It's a shoot 'em up, beat 'em up, you know, show with a story behind it. So. For what it is, it's fun, and I enjoyed it. I liked it. Like I, 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 I had a good time watching it. But you gotta give me a little bit to kind of give me a little bit of substance behind the 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 beat 'em up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, from the way it looks, they could go one or two ways. They could just wrap it at the end of season one because I mean, how much are you gonna do the whole the right wrong place at the right time or right place at the wrong time? How you wanna play it? Or they can just keep doing that. Just my man is traveling town to town. Trouble finds them, or they might flip it. Like, okay, so Jack Reacher's movie wasn't he sent on these missions or like sent to figure out these crimes? No, yeah. um, it was normally like there was some little thing that maybe sent him in that direction to pull a thread, or he found himself in the middle of a thing. See, that made more sense if he was, if he was going there like off a whim or something, or like he heard something or something caught his attention to be there. That makes well, that's sense. Kinda, but that's kind of what happens in this one, season one. You know, he, he's literally just in town because his brother kind of sent him in that direction. Right. And when he got there, all the thing that was, the, you know, the subtext of why his brother actually sent him in that direction came to life really quickly. Yeah, if they do. If they're doing something like that, I could probably watch another season. Yeah. But if it's just going to be the wrong, if it's just going to be like, you know, in the wrong place at the right time situation all the time, like, yeah. You're talking plausible deniability. We need yeah. to have at least enough faith in the context that we believe that he could be there. And there's a lot of Reacher content, right? There's a lot of books. It's not just this is based on the killing floor, but there's a lot of Jack Reacher books, I believe, right? Yeah, Jack Reacher is it's like your Tom Clancy with Jack Ryan, you know? This is a is an ongoing thing. 
<laughs> yeah, there's a whole slew of Jack Reacher books. So it's not like there's going to be a shortage of content if they want to expand on it. The views. Does it have the views? In fact, what, what is the views of it right now? Well, I know it's the number one series on Prime. I feel it's like I make one... that up. You know what else nah, is the number one old... movie on Prime? <laughs> Tomorrow <laughs> Wars. <laughs> But it's also the, but it's also the new content. So of course yeah. it's the number one watch thing. And Reacher, you know, it's like Jack Ryan. When Jack Ryan dropped, that had a huge fan base, and it was the number one thing when it dropped. Reacher has a big enough fan base that people did not like the Tom Cruise movie simply because Tom Cruise, America's megastar, was cast in it because he's <laughs> contrary to the character that they they know of. You know, I like those movies. I mean, look. I just pulled the IMDb. I'm sorry, the Rotten Tomatoes for for Reacher. Average audience score, ninety four percent. It's it's a certified fresh, eighty five percent. So it's getting good reviews. I mean, look, it's fun content. It's 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 a good time. Like I liked it. The series, the TV series, it's at eighty five and ninety four percent. So it's doing it's doing well. It's getting. What, what was what was the Tom Cruise ones? I'll tell you right now. So the first one was just Jack Reacher. Yeah. And the second one was Jack Reacher Never Go Back. So the first one was 63 and 67, which I think was all right. Mm-hmm. And then Never Go Back got a... Never Go Back. Was that was that a sequel to Jack Reacher? Yeah, a sequel, a sequel that no one watched. 38 and 42. Oh, uh, okay. They just, they just picked it up like, we're going to try to make this work. Tom Cruise yeah. is not in it. Yeah. No, Tom he was Cruise in is... it. He was in it? Yes, he was. It, it got it got major. It got major release. It got it got released. It I did not remember this one. Wow. Yeah, it came out in 2016. Jack Reacher never go back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I saw that movie. Yeah, I saw it too. I mean, it's well. It's, that's what I'm saying, and that's why if you look at the Amazon, the scores for the Amazon thing, they what what this content was really trying to do was pay homage to the books and the character in the books. And that's why the fan score is saying, hey, man, we see what you're doing and thank you. You know? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'd score it fresh myself. I mean, it had its, it had its acting was, except for Malcolm, the acting was okay. I mean, it's predictable. You know where it was going to happen. We've seen the storyline play out. You know, it's a trope. We've seen it happen many times, but it's still fun. It's still fun content. I mean, it's like watching, you know, it's like, it's like re- you know how I compare it to? It's like an 80s action TV movie. It's like Miami Vice, A Team, all those things rolled into one. It's kind of that. It's kind of that vein, kind of that vibe, and I dig that. I can see that. Yeah, like you know, he's gonna come out on top. But you just want to see it unfold. Exactly. He just doesn't get yeah. hurt. Nah, he no. He, he gets the scar right. He gets a cut right here and over here. And he gets no. stabbed. He gets stitches. I don't need stitches. Just super glue. Yeah. Yo, yeah, and that that just continues. Yeah, I will say I this: the the combat in this in the series is pretty good, and that gets better as the thing goes on too. With the exception of a fight in the last episode where <sighs> all the main characters kind of square off. You know how this happens in the movies all the times, where all the main characters square off with their bad baddie, their, their counterpart. Okay. Yeah. yeah, their counterpart baddie. That happens in the content, of course, and it some of it's a little face plantish. You know, like uh, okay. But it resolves itself in a way where it doesn't feel so bad. So you, I was pretty happy with it at the end of it. You know what part? Oh, I skipped I was... the part. Oh, we're just kidding. Um, Roscoe and Reacher totally bone. Yeah. <laughs> well, we knew that was coming. Yeah. I, I, yeah. 
Speaking of Roscoe, when she was when when Rachel was like, oh, this I think it was episode three or was that no, was two going into three, and she was they he was like, yo, I need a gun. She was like, oh, I got something for you. It's been in my I family. Hold out a desert. You're like, who just has a pan me down desert eagle? It's been in my family. You better take care of it. Like, what? I yeah. thought she was going to put like a, like a 1911 or maybe an old revolver, but she pulls out a desert. I'm like, come on now. Where are you hiding that? You're too big of a guy to be concealing that. First yeah. of all, it's like they literally gave him the biggest gun possible. That, that's exactly what they did. Because he's 6'5, Jack. Now, I've shot it as an eagle. The thing is huge. You're not carrying it. It's not a gun you carry. Yes, you did. It's not a compact carry. You're not, it's not a practical gun for daily use. Not a practical gun at all. No. <laughs> that's why she doesn't use it. <laughs> wait, wait. Can we talk about? Wait, wait. Can we scale back when he walks out? She gets the gun and he just shoots the gun into a into a tree stump. He <laughs> charges a firearm in the residential area. <laughs> no regard. She's a police dog, so you know. Yeah, and she's, she's like, smiling. I too. never trust the gun. I never so, shoot. You know how loud a desert eagle is? Yes, I've yeah. shot. Yes, yes, I know. Yes. First of all, you shoot any gun in a residential area, it's loud. Wow. She would have shat her pants along yes. with the rest of the neighborhood. Exactly. <laughs> and then the his cops. only proper response, he, he, what do he say? He goes, never trust a gun you haven't fired yourself. Right. Right? I go, <laughs> his only, his proper response should have been, so I probably should have warned you before I shot that. <laughs> <laughs> I should have never, never shot a gun in a residential area. Never discharged a, a hand cannon in a residential area. For no reason whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but he had logic. He had logic for everything he did. And it yeah. Was set. He's Reacher, mm-hmm. not Jack, not Mister Reacher, just Reacher, just Reacher. Yeah. Even his mama calls him Reacher. Yep. Reacher. Um. Yeah. Okay. So that's that's Jack Reacher, man. I kind of dug the content, but I'm I might have um. A little bit of rose-colored glasses because my buddy's in it. But I genuinely enjoyed the quintessential idea of what a man's man is. He's not tethered to anything. He doesn't have – he's got nothing, you know? Yeah, goes uh, where he wants and does what he wants. Goes where he wants, does what he wants. And there's something about that idea that's kind of romanticized, you know, uh, that I enjoyed. And like I said, any time he said no, I just dug it. Yeah, yeah. When he choked out that uh that lawyer, I was like, okay, so we just don't With care about the law. All right. With the phone. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, it gets worse too. Um, so I would recommend anyone watching it. If you got Amazon Prime, uh, you already got the platform. It's good content. If you like kind of Sherlock Holmes, you like action uh films, and this is this content is kind of right up your alley. Sherlock Holmes, that's what I was thinking of. Yes. Sherlock Holmes with muscles. He, he, is. With he is, and you know, as ridiculous as it is, I I like the way he like he kind of like figures things out and tells people facts about it, and almost like he's psychic. But it's look, it's good content. I recommend it. Watch it. It's fun. You know, you may have a hard time getting your wife or girlfriend to watch it, but uh, you know, <laughs> it's cool. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 catered towards a more male demographic. I'd say yeah, that's probably absolutely. true. 
Alright. Uh, we got any recommendations? We do, we do. So, in the vein, let me pull up my list. In the vein of Reacher, I want to I wanna recommend stuff that's kind of blow them up, chew them up, and, uh, and that kind of thing. So, first we have Sons of Anarchy. We, we talked about it a couple times, but you want to, you, another show where there's shooting and action and, you know, nonsense, watch it. It's awesome. Nonsense. It's true. It's true. It's true. And if you haven't seen Sons of Anarchy, it's very watchable now. Like, it's, it's got awesome. replay. Oh, Sons of Anarchy is awesome. It makes you want to be yeah. an outlaw biker. Um, next is A-Team. It's, I, I, we, I, I talked about how this is a combination of A-Team and Miami Vice and all this stuff. Watch A Team. I feel like this show pays a lot of homage to some of these '80s shows. So when it's my recommend, my my next recommendation you should watch is a combination of A Team and Miami Vice. Watch it. It's a good shoot 'em up. It's 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 it's. You'll see kind of where this this show was kind of inspired from. Is is those kind of '80s classics. Um. Next, I have Narcos. Um, Narcos, the, the 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 first the first season, you know, Pablo Escobar is fantastic. Then they go to Mexico, which is great. But you deal with drugs, you deal with police, you deal with them solving, you know, try, trying to bring these guys down. So it's very very much in the same vein. A lot of shooting, a lot of killing, a lot of violence. You know, it's it's kind of right, right up this alley. And then my last one, well, that was my last one. So, yep, that's where I'm at. So, sure. but yeah, but check those out. If you guys like Reacher, you guys will like those. And, oh, you know what you should watch? Honorable mention that you guys probably watched when we were young. New York Undercover, which is. Oh, yeah. Which now you go back, it's a little bit, it hasn't aged well, but you kind of, it's the same kind of vein where, you know, it's a cop shoot them up and. You know, they get away with stuff they could never really get away with in real life. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's pretty much ninety percent of television. Yeah, yeah. New York undercover, yes. Ooh, it was cla- that show was classic. All right, well that's the show. Thanks for joining us. Two brothers and a shot of milk. If uh, if you enjoyed this, definitely like and subscribe. That definitely helps the algorithm out as anyone who will and you can check us out on social media we're dropping content all day every day on instagram three brothers and a shot of milk and we're also on youtube if you want to see some of the video content from this cast all right that's what i got that's it oh everyone listening man look out we're gonna have another giveaway another contest coming up soon so just follow us listen to us and uh figure out how to get whatever free thing that we're giving away we don't know yet. It's going to be awesome. I promise. Okay. First time I'm hearing of this, let's go. <laughs> Peace. Ladies. Later. Later.